You're listening to Seeing the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about the 1987 comedy sci-fi classic, Inner Space, directed by Joe Dante and starring Martin Short, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. And, as ever, alongside me, three men who, when things are at their darkest, pal, is a brave man that can kick back and party. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Okay, guys, what a great classic we're going to talk about now, Inner Space. I mean, for me, when I was growing up, I loved it. But uh, what are your memories? Joe? Yeah, God, I love it. It's, Is I'm it a, just because of Meg Ryan? I, well, one. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a huge, huge Joe Dante fan. Um, you know, Gremlins, Inner Space and The Burbs. Three wow. big wow. hitting films The Explorers for me. as well is a good one. Did yeah, not as good. Not it's, it doesn't mean as much to me anyway. Yeah, though, yeah. As those three, but it's in, the, it's, in that, it's in that kind of spirit, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I don't like it as much as those, but it's in that spirit. Good point. Real now. childhood, <laughs> like childhood classics. Love, love the film. Love it. It's great. Al. Yeah, I'm really glad we're doing a Joe Dante film because um, I think, like you know, the Amblin Entertainment '80s, you know. This obviously was produced by Spielberg, and it feels like that kind of, you know, Spielbergian world, doesn't it? And um, I just think, like, career-wise, you had Spielberg, then you had kind of Zemeckis doing what Spielberg does, but just sort of below him, you know, with, like, the Back to the Future trilogy, Roger Rabbit. And, like, Joe Dante was there as well, making those films that were very big family films uh, for your child, you know, that were a big part of our childhood. Um, and particularly in space was... I mean, I see why it's not got a sequel, actually, and I see why it's not... It's not up there with one of the best of the 80s, but I do really love it. But it's not up there with E.T. and Back to the Future. And th- You know, it is a tier below. It's probably a four-star film rather than a five-star film, would you say? Uh, yeah, yeah, it probably is. Do you know it's, what I mean? It lives in that five-star five star world for me, yeah. personally. Because? Because I've watched it to death. <laughs> not just because of Meg Ryan. <laughs> but I've watched it a thousand, you know, a thousand times. I've watched it so so many times. Yeah, um, yeah. This is one of those films that me and my brother used to watch just relentlessly. It's over and over. John, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like it that much, um, to be honest. Um, I've only seen it a couple of times. The first time I saw it was like a year ago. Um, oh, right. It's just, it's funny, isn't um, it? Because you haven't got the nostalgia. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have the nostalgia for it. I mean, I, I like, so I like a lot of the elements in it. I just think the pacing is way off. Um, uh, so I like I like the horny horrible woman. I like the she's I like I like the so bon- <laughs> she's being <so laughs> sexual. She's being sexual in every, evil sexual in every scene. Yeah, and I, I like a lot of the characters. Some of the lines are funny. Um, I love the concept is it's not original, but it's good. Um, it's almost HG Wellsian, isn't it? The fact yeah, that you're going to shrink someone yeah. and put it inside a yeah. It's so but, 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 the, the but that exact idea has been done before, has it? Yeah, in, in like sci-fi films in the fifties and sixties. So that's this. Yeah, um, it's it, yeah, it's all right. Like I, it's, I don't dislike it. I, ju- I just don't hold it in that you sort of find esteem. Fun. Martin Short when he finds that when he when he's waiting to see the psychiatrist. Yeah, the and he's in the he's in the <laughs> doctor's waiting room and he starts hearing him for well, the first that's time. One of, sorry, what? Did, did you say something? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I like the line in there. Are you feeling okay? Would I be in a doctor's office if I was feeling okay? Like, there are good lines in it. I'm not, I'm not saying it's Mark, not funny. Mark, it's, it's, sure, it's the, I was it's the say. role he was born to play. Jack, Absolutely. Jack when, when, he, when, he, when he jumps up in that waiting room and shouts, I'm possessed! <laughs> it's, uh, there's, a, there's a line me and a mate of mine, Andy, have always absolutely loved so much is when 
they're, they're sort of falling out later in the film and he's driving the car and he starts trying to hurt Tuck and he goes, all right. He starts hitting his, hitting his own chest. He's like, where are you? Where are you, little weasel? <laughs> trying to beat him up. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not saying it's not fun. Like there are, there are bits I don't like massively dislike it. I just don't, it just doesn't like resonate really with me. Yeah, two, I think two points I think that are, I think the two points I really want to make on it um, in all seriousness. The special effects and production design hold up superbly. Like I thought, surprisingly the, well. Yeah, actually, really the well. blood, the blood particles, and all of that sort it's of imagery well is very if good, it, isn't if it? If it was done now in a CG world, it would never look as believable as, it, as, it, did, you, as yeah. it did with them doing it practically in the eighties. However, they did it with special effects rather than VFX. Um, but and the other thing is, there's one thing I love in movies. It's a we're brothers, but we've never met before moment. So think of Al Powell and McLean at the end of Die Hard. Think of Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze when she finally sees yeah, him at yeah. the end of Ghost. Yeah. This has got it in abundance. Yeah. When he goes, welcome home, Lieutenant. Holds out his hand and Tuck just grabs him and they have a massive hug. It's oh, just making me emotional. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. It's really cool that they are never in a scene together until that moment. Yeah, and he see, they see each other through the crowd. He finally, he's looking around at everyone and he finally just sees Jack... Oh, God, it's so emotional. It isn't good. I mean, let's, let's face it as well. Martin Short previously did Three Amigos. So at this point, this is probably the peak of his career. He's riding high at this moment, isn't he? And, you know, Three Amigos is obviously amazing. And then uh, what happened to him after that? Uh, well, you've got Father of the Bride. He's, he's good in that. He is fucking funny as Frank. Yeah, yeah he is good. <laughs> it's good. But I, I think this is his moment, and he smashes the back of it. And can we just talk about... Meg Ryan for a minute. I mean, just but, but, well, look, you, you guys. We have to talk about Meg Ryan. Peak, peak Meg Ryan. This for me. Growing up in the eighties, this is one of her absolute classic, perfect moments. This is a good Ryanism moment. Top Gun in a space. I mean, she was just brilliant, perfect, cute, ditzy, but powerful as well. You know, she, the thing about this film, she just goes ahead, takes charge of the moment and is in it. Whether it's working or not, she's I on fire. I don't know about that. She just does just what the guys job. tell her to do what, all the time. Does she know? She's a bit of a driving force, isn't it? No, she, she's feisty, she's, but she doesn't make any decisions. But she's encouraging Martin Short. Martin Short would never have done, you know, what he did. No, with, it's Tuck, really, that gets Martin Short to do it. That's the point, isn't it? He oh, gives him the strength. God damn it. All right. Really? Oh. <laughs> He's like, you can't, I can't believe you're laughing. I thought you were beautiful people. You see it, Jack? When we stood can up you see it, Jack? Yes, I can see it. <laughs> okay, well, I thought that was a great moment. Maybe not. Uh, Dennis Quaid as well. Yeah, he's very good. He's brilliant in this. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's great. I'm actually really surprised that it didn't have a sequel at the time. It's obviously set up perfectly with the ending, where um, you know it's it's Tuck and Lydia's. Uh, wedding they get into the car and and off they go sort of just married and you see and and i think the, the, jack notices that the cowboy, the cowboy yeah. is the driver of that car and i think he's yeah it's the cowboy yeah, isn't yeah, it? and the yeah. cowboys put the the, the two uh, miniaturized evil people yeah, yeah, into yeah. the boots the horny woman and the bond villain yeah yeah working title yeah, yeah. and then jack like with his new sort of like newfound Zest. sort of heroism, yeah. like just jumps into that red jumps into his um, his Mustang, and off he goes into the well, sort of sunset the last, in the chase, and then the it ends. Shot, and Rod, yeah. Rod Stewart slams in. Yeah, it's uh, brilliant. <laughs> been said before. 
um, yeah, it was nice of uh, uh, Tuck and Lydia to give a wedding invite to Jack's doctor and old boss. That was... <laughs> you know, he's in the burbs. That's Mr. Klopek. Yeah, it's Henry, yeah, yeah. Henry Gibson. He also yeah. plays the uh, Nazi in Blues Brothers. Yeah. I do like that bit of the um, when Jack uh, drives off and then there's the there's the horny woman who is the store, is his co-worker in the uh, store yeah, yeah. and then turns to, turns to the... Is it the doc- <laughs> and then they just give like a little smile to each other. We didn't require that as an audience. We didn't need to know what happened to her love yeah, life. Yeah. But wait a minute, we need to tie something up here. She gets with the doctor. What? Why do we require that? She, she's in the burbs as well, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's in loads of Dante films. She's, she's um, in Small Soldiers. Or to- to- toy Soldiers, is it? No, Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. She's Bridge yeah. Dern's uh, girl in, um, in yeah. the Burbs, is yeah, that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Well, right. we might do a Burbs episode because I think it's that good we were talking about it. Okay, so fun memories of Inner Space uh, for all of us. I think probably, maybe not so much John, but you know, fun memories for everyone else in the room. Who wants to kick things off with a sequel studio? I think this is great for a return. Yeah, I think so at the time. It, the time at, back then would have been the time to do a sequel because it was perfectly set up for it. It makes it quite difficult to end it. So, like you're gonna, you're like, like there's action about to be followed. Uh, Say that, and, but and right. we're picking it up like you know what, thirty five years later. I think, I think we'll have to kind of sem- ignore the open ending and start fresh. Well, look at it like this way: Tron, Tron Two. Think of the time difference in there. Done and smashed it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, well, I, I've got an idea. Go on, mate. Okay. I've got a ki- I've got something to kickstart us off with. That's fine. So, I quite like the idea of the sequel to this opening. Uh, right, so there's there's an opening where there's a lab getting like you know there there are bad people infiltrating a lab and stealing microchips or something like that. Right, that's that sort of sets the tone that there's you know that it's going to be action is going to follow. Um, then you've got credits and um, cheering raised glasses at some kind of like ceremony ball. And it's like the opposite of the start of the first movie because Tuck is be It's like, it's his, um, he's retiring uh, as, you know, naval pilot officer or whatever he was. Uh, and this time, rather than being the drunken fool, he is being like sort of awarded like some kind of like honour and, and gives a speech to say like, you know, thank you. I couldn't have done this without my my family. Unfortunately, my wife, Lydia, as some as you some of you know, uh, couldn't be here today. Um, and then turns out she's not she's not dead. She's she's at, she's but she is hospitalised. She is um, uh, suffering from some kind of uh, illness, cancer. Um, or something like that. It's quite dark um, already, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's the, terminal know, illness. She, she, yeah, she's she's terminal lines, space. Right? She's um, <laughs> she's not well. Um, and, In and Tuck invites Jack over to his house uh, and says, "I can't turn anywhere, but you, like, you're the only person that I can trust with this. I've got a plan. I need to go into Lydia, uh, miniaturized." In order to, um, in order to save her, right? It, it, it's too, the, the, the treatment isn't work. The traditional treatment's not working. So I need to take the like radiotherapy kit, uh, into Lydia, but it's a two person job. We need two people, uh, to go in and you're the only person that I can trust with this. So his plan is to have Jack and Tuck go into Lydia. <laughs> 
into Lydia's. I'm trying not to say it. Miniaturise themselves. Miniaturise. Scientifically being injected. Is this a new yeah. way to fight cancer then? Are they pioneering this new way? Yes, it's yeah, it's yeah, never they, been done they before. Are go, yeah, it's never been done before. No right. one knows that they still have the technology, but he still has the chips because he wore them as cufflinks, didn't he, to his wedding. Yeah, yeah. So right. he still has the chips. So he has the technology so to make to it possible. Me, He's been treating her miniaturised for the last like 10 years. And now it's gotten to a point where it's not worked enough because he needs to attack it from two sides at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he needs his, his buddy, Jack, to come with him. Two ships. Two ships to go in at the same time to, uh, to do the treatment. Yeah, yeah I like it. A really cool idea. Um, Obviously, it doesn't go to plan. They miniaturise themselves. Something like, you know, chaos ensues. The the enemies that have stolen the chips at the beginning are onto them as well. Well, they, they, they infiltrate well, at the same they, time. They have to, um, they'll kidnap Meg Ryan and she's trying to escape and stuff. And that makes her not just absolutely hospitalised in bed because they want they want him. They want the, the chips that are on Tuck, right? And he's, yeah. in, and he's inside Meg, Meg Ryan. So they'll have to kidnap Meg Ryan. So there's all that action happening outside the body as well. Yeah. Yeah, you need, you need the action outside, loads well, of action that, outside the body. Well, that, that brings me to... Do, my, do, go, on, go on. Do, do they militarise themselves as well then? To, to, for, to, to pull Tuck out? Well, yeah. this, was my, this is all I had for it. I've, I've, want, I've almost got a title straight, straight away. Inner Space 2, this time it's war. And they send... <laughs> been done before, maybe? It's definitely been done. What, in a space two, this tag, tag time it's war. Aliens. Never heard it's of it. Not, it's a, you this know. time it's war. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it's aliens. I stole it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and they, um, they send in a lot of ships and there's like dogfights and stuff like that going down the veins. In Meg Ryan? Yeah. So it's like Star Wars, like sort of. In yes. Meg Ryan. Rogue squadron scenes. You know, like those. Um, sta- you know those... It's Star Wars in Meg Ryan. <laughs> Star Wars in a space. <laughs> you know, like this, the action sequence in Star Wars where they might be flying like through parts of the ship or like close, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. close to the Death Star, the trench and stuff. It'd be that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. a perfectly placed proton torpedo, like absolutely <laughs> destroys the bad guys. Yeah, maybe. And like they've got machine guns on there and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But then once they miss them. They'll be hurting Meg Ryan. Well, yeah, yeah, it's tiny, going into a... They're very tiny, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, you... just like destroys a kidney with, like, a missile. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's, walking, she's walking along, and she's like, what? Like, her body's yeah. shaking all over the place because there's like, all these battles inside. That could be quite <laughs> dark. Dark. She starts bleeding from the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's oh. like, fucking hell, what's going and that, on? And if it was the 80s, that's where it would cut to a musical click. Dun, 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 dun. You shake my nerves, and you red one. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> just does. great. Okay, so... Is this set? When's this set? Well, it's thirty-three years ago. And yeah, my- yeah, but are we setting it twenty twenty? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we have to. You can't de-age like you know Dennis Quaid and, and Martin Short. So they're old men, but that's what they're desperate. They're desperate to go, but they're desperate because they've got to save Lydia. So they they, they are doing it. Also helps production wise that you've got the two sort of older people away from the action, as in they're they're just they're in a cockpit for the entire film. Yeah, easy shoot for them. Yeah, 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 totally. But do you mean to tell me after thirty three years you're going to have one of those classic Dante moments where there's just a warehouse, smoky, and you get the tarpaulin and you pull it off. And there's the ship. Is that going to be one though? Oh, it just fires up and it works and off yeah, you go no, again. So, so basically I think that uh, Tuck invites Jack over 
to show him like what he's been up to over the last 15 years his treating <laughs> treating Lydia and yeah there's that big reveal like in like the basement or whatever or in no it's his garage let's say it's his garage it's a really one of those what? big American old fashioned garages well, he's got like- his bikes he's got his motorbikes <laughs> there and then, and then like, you know he's got he's got his he's got his 60 what is it uh, it's, his Mustang. Mustang. It's, 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 it's a 60s Mustang I don't know it's the famous all- one he's got his Mustang there um, and then he pulls the, the dust off the ship as well. Oh, brilliant. Well, think about the production design of his flat in the original. It's so outstanding. You know, the big fish, Southern Comfort, yeah. the robot and stuff like that, and he's into the gadgets, so can really have, like, the, the absolute awesome garage that, that would be. Yeah. I think it'd be but it'd be an great. 80s throwback garage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, arcade yeah, yeah. games. Pinball machines. Pinball machines. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Or Budweiser sign, neon, yeah. just lit up behind the bar. Yeah, oh, oh, and, and a uh, spaceship. And a, <laughs> and a miniaturization <laughs> spaceship kit. Next, next to the pinball machine. So, bad guys then. Bad guys. Why are they chasing? So they want they want the technology. Right. They they know they know, they all this time and they haven't come up with still it. Want no, the they, tech. They, they steal it at the beginning. Right. They steal the technology, but they need the chips. Uh, There's missing bits yeah. of the technology. Damn those chips, they man. steal well, the technology, but they still need those chips that were one of a kind, unique, never you know replicated. Yeah. No one knows how to make them again. Well, because maybe they've they've lost track of the chips and they've been searching for the chips this whole time and still can't find them. But now the chips have been revealed again because Tuck needs to use them to go back in and that's revealing their location again. Well, and it's like, been picked I, up on some sort they, of sensor who senses the chip or whatever. That's, I don't know. that's good because I was going to say, how do they now know that Tuck's got them? Yeah. But he, activate, well, he, has to, he activates yeah, them, Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's it. And it's just, nice. like, it's just like a little radar, literally like a radar screen and a little light starts pinging. It's, like, it's GPS. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, get on the phone, get on the phone. Do like, we want to the baddies a sort of um, a government kind of presence you know that can't go that way like it's sort of are they going to be new baddies trying to steal the technology are they terrorists is no, it I not going to I think they're ter- they're, they are they are trying um, to sell it on the black market yeah they're trying to sell yeah, it on yeah, the is it not going to be the horny woman and the bond villain they're still alive they're not still alive. Aren't they miniaturised? No. I think we need new... Oh, no, sorry, I was talking about the actors. Oh, um, right. I think, the, I, think, <laughs> I think the woman is still alive, but the man sadly passed away about 10 years ago. Um, yeah, Fiona Lewis is the actress, and yes, yeah, she's quite happily uh, alive at 74 years old. <laughs> Uh, Fiona Lewis in in a space. <laughs> I think that it would make a lot of sense for it to be them, but I think it also makes be a bit sense weird, to though, have it? been moved on. If she's still going, I think there could be a really cool bit where um, she's in prison, and you can imagine the shot where, like, you know, the, the doors slide open or something like that, and then the camera pan yeah, has to pan down <laughs> to reveal, boom, and she's down there because she's there's yeah. no one there. And the door she's, opens, there's no one there. Yeah, yeah, and then the camera goes down. Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay, weirder by the minute, but strangely compelling viewing. I mean... Well, it's the first one that did the weird thing. Their half miniaturization thing, it, I find that a little bit weird. It freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, there's, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> oh, They're standing on each other's shoulders. And over, yeah. what, what you think, think that's weird? Wait until you see this film. <laughs> <laughs> what I think we haven't cracked is the, the side, the action, the outside the body action where, um, like, you know, Lydia's been, we're saying she's been kidnapped, right, by the terrorists. Uh... Who is driving that action forward? Because in the first film, it's obviously maybe um, they've got Martin maybe... Short is outside, and there's loads of action around him. Mm. There needs to be that action outside as well. And maybe I thought that could be driven by like son the, kid, the kid, son the kid. or daughter, yeah, son or daughter, the son. Yeah. yeah. So you get they get involved. Son or daughter? What do you want to go for? I think maybe a daughter. I don't know. Maybe a son. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the most insightful thing you've ever said. <laughs> 
you know, like, yeah, like uh, Chris Pratt, I think would be good. You could play the son, like he's sort of like, don't you follow, he's like, he's a bit of a soldier or like a pilot. Yeah, Chris Pratt would be great. You believe that he is the uh, offspring of Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid, I think, perfect. Great. Okay, so there's your outside so chase. He, so he's now trying to bust her out. She gets kidnapped, and they're putting all the other little ships into her. And and so that they have the Jack Putter sort of. He's the Jack yeah. Putter replacement, well, well, but this time he's he's tough. He is, but I've got a twist on it. The the evil, sexy new woman that's going to be part of the terrorist group that we're just going to have to cast could fall in <laughs> oh, love. I didn't know we had that. Wow. I've just, I've just chucked it in there. Okay. Listen, right, check this out. What about if the evil, sexy woman who's part of the new terrorist group who's going to be chasing after Chris Pratt, what if they're chasing after each other, but there's also a little bit of romance linked as well, so it's slightly yeah, awkward. Yeah. Well, he could be like a bad boy, like his dad. Like, he's in the military, he's always getting pissed and stuff, So and he's attracted to yeah. a little... Yeah, uh, like, you know, little, like Chris Pratt, like... Yeah, like the cheeky chappy sort of like he can't yeah. help flirt. Exactly, even though, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And she plays the opening shot. Him in a pool house, just cracking. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah he's in the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. He's okay, like, great. So we need a third act. How are we going to conclude this? Because a lot's going on at the moment. Meg Ryan's being carted all over the place, being kidnapped inside of Meg Ryan and Martin Short and Dennis Quaid. You got Dennis Quaid's yeah, son, and they're, and they're operating on her uh, like throughout all of this. <laughs> and and great balls they're, of fire. They're doing, like, they're doing very targeted radiotherapy inside Meg yeah. Ryan for the for they the are, events of the film. They're but radiologists yeah. no. <laughs> Chris Pratt is uh, chasing after them and there's that whole big storyline between him and this evil supposed sexy, evil, sexy yeah. terrorist woman so it's all going on meanwhile, all going meanwhile on. there's like loads of micro tanks or whatever that have gone inside of that the yeah, are tanks like, like submarines like, yeah. they're like, <laughs> like, like they're, they've taken over all elements of inside the body like well, everything that's a good idea like a bigger ship so there's like a sub so you actually have like inside a submarine so there's a whole crew oh yeah and, yeah, and you could have like yeah like, like, like literally they're like living down there like the, the enemies have put in a warship with like cabins and like a cafeteria <laughs> Yeah, that's so good. It could even be like a, an aircraft carrier. So yeah, you have yeah, little yeah. ships that go off the big ship. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sits. So it's like a city, a city now. This is <laughs> all inside Lydia. And then they've they've been developing this over thirty years in case the chips ever came back. <laughs> And how do they manage to build it without the chips? Because they're still going in. Yeah, but so, no, maybe no, it could be like a pod, and that, that goes in, and it, it, extend, it clamps down in a stomach or something like that, and it's like, oh, yeah. and it builds into this massive thing. So now not only Dennis Quaid and Martin Short have to kill the cancer, they have to go and kill all of the weird submarines, boats, ships, planes, VW camper vans that are just coming out of Lydia's pod, and yeah. uh, then, then that's how it concludes, is it? There's an interior battle and then there's an exterior battle. Okay, there's a lot going on, isn't there? There's inside and outside of Lyd- Lydia. There's, yeah, the big battle goes on inside and that's like sort of Star Wars-y. And then outside is just chase sequences and, and like traditional like sort of stunt-driven action with Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is a pilot, right? So he, when it's part of the chase, he gets Lydia in the plane, flies... So there's fighter jets. Oh, dual like, like, fight sequences. So, so you're having Dennis Quaid, like, and you cut to Chris Pratch, and they're kind of doing awesome. the same oh, thing. Oh, in tandem. Yes, yeah, in tandem. Awesome. In Love tandem. That. Yeah, that's, yeah. And so Brilliant. it concludes, they all... It, inclu- it concludes, I think, by, uh, you know, obviously they, they, they win, and the treatment, they finish the treatment. Lydia's, let's say Lyd- they get Lydia to, like, a hospital, and they plug her into one of those, um, what's that bleep, bleep machine, like, you know, that checks your heart rate? That shows Again, your heart. Wait, wait, it's the machine that goes bing. The bleep bleep machine yeah. uh, in hospital, and that, and that flatlines uh, until I think um, Tuck turns on the music inside 
of Lydia. He, he turns on that song. What's Cu- the song? Cupid by uh, Cupid. Sam, Sam Cooke. Cook, yeah. yeah, puts on Cupid by Sam Cooke inside, and that is the radiotherapy she needs kills, to wake up. Kills the cancer. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> if anyone could do it, Sam Cooke can do it. You know, let's face it. Okay, great. So the story, the bones have come together. The real, the real bones of a story have come together. <laughs> Cast seems to be coming back as well. Martin Short, uh, Dennis Quaid, Meg Ryan, Chris Pratt, evil, sexy, uh, chaser, terrorist woman uh, that they might have an affair with. Well, you're the, this, that's, you're the one who's decided that, that yeah, character's have you, anyone, have you got anyone in mind? Yeah, I have, as a matter of fact. Halle Berry. Yeah, like sort of a, um, yeah, a bit more. Slightly, 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 older. slightly older than Chris Pratt. Seductress. Okay. She's got, she's so sexy. She's yeah. so charming. She's like, oh, she's, she's amazingly yeah. beautiful. You know, she's she, like fully in charge of her sexuality. Like she's been around the block a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the character has, not Halle Berry, the character. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, great stuff. Uh, director? Dante's... He'd not done anything. What did he do? The last thing he did was the whole, right? Um, the whole 3D, which I think was about 10 years ago. Yeah, it was crap as well, actually. Was it? Yeah, I, mean, I never watched it. It um, wasn't very good. Um, what about Spielberg? <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Would he do it? Not on his current trajectory. I don't think he needs to. Don't Brian know. De Palma. <laughs> yeah, let's get Brian De Palma to do it. Brian De Palma, done. Scorsese. Get the whole gang back All three together. Um, Coppola. Right, no, let's. It would be like a modern day director that would be like an equivalent for this. Edgar Wright. It's a Cornetto so, trilogy, is it? It's, well, no, it's not. But I think someone like Edgar Wright could do someone uh, sort of younger and cool and does really good action sequences and good comedy. Um, that, that is also going to be like sort of nostalgic, like like probably watched this film, the first film, a lot growing up. Oh, you know uh, what about the mm. what about the dude who's did the uh, Jurassic reboot, Colin Trevorrow? Yeah, he'd be pretty good. He did a pretty good job of Jurassic World. He'd probably be quite good. I must admit, Edgar Wright, this film would benefit from having someone British in it, maybe as a tech perspective. So you know, there could be a chance for some British cast to come oh, in. Well, that we, nice. we, well, we've got Simon Pegg as, <laughs> as a scientist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. stealing the chips. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that, that could be good. Edgar Wright. Uh, what's it called? In a space two. This time it's war. Oh, God, God. No, okay, you're not going with that. I quite like it. I think this deserves Inner Space 2 something. It's that kind of sequel, right? Yeah. Inner, inner Space. Inner no. Space. Inner Space 2. Cancer. War. So like Inner Space 2. Halle Berry. It's like, it's like dual action or something, but that sounds like a toothpaste. Inner Space. Dual. Turbo. <laughs> inner Space Turbo. We've had Turbo. Inner Space 2 Turbo again. Uh, dual action <laughs> sounds like two. inner space toothpaste inner space dual could be quite good oh dual with an E yeah, Ooh, yeah. That's well lovely. I was thinking yeah. dual because there's a dual inner fight and then there's an outer fight so it's like dual action but it, that is a toothpaste isn't it <laughs> inner space dual action yeah but there's a marketing strategy straight away yeah. perfect <laughs> Well, okay, well, I really want to know who's going to do this pitch because I want to see it all come oh, together. Can I just say I have an idea for a tease poster? Go for it, yeah, yeah. Uh, like um, a doctor in a, a patient in a doctor's, and a doctor's showing him uh, an X-ray, and there's like a ship in it. That's it. Oh, that's lovely. Like yeah, that's that, um, no, it's two ships. Two ships. It's like yeah, that yeah, Jackass episode where he has the car up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, well, I'm really ready for this pitch. Uh, Studios, strangely keen. 
Yeah, I think uh, I can. I think I can. Rough, you, you sure? Rough, yeah. Uh, not really, but I think I can pull something. Come together on, then, Joe. Here, yeah. Let's, uh... Right, we open uh, on Inner Space Two with uh, the the um, a terrorist incident. Like some someone is infiltrating a um, uh, a sort of scientific center and stealing lots of technology. We cut to. Uh, Tuck Pembleton, who is uh, being sort of praised at a ceremony, a ceremonial dinner, uh, the opposite of what happens in the sort of opening of the first film. Um, it's his retirement speech. He says that he can't that he can't thank his family enough. His son, uh, let's say his son, uh, actually Chris Pratt is there and is pissed. Right, so it's 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 repeating. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, repeating sort of the events of the first one. You see that that parallel to who who his son is as well. And he says, unfortunately, Lydia could not be here because uh, she's unwell at the moment. Turns out Lydia is uh, suffering from cancer in desperate need of treatment, but the treatment isn't really working. So Tuck invites his old friend Jack. Again, played by Martin Short, uh, reprising his role, comes over uh, to Tuck's garage uh, where he's got loads of nostalgic stuff. He's got his motorbikes, he's got his Mustang, he's got his pinball machine, uh, and then he reveals he's still got the technology, the chips, and the spaceship, and he's built a second one. And he says, look, I need you to help me. We, We need to attack this cancer from both sides two of us need to do it they miniaturize themselves and get injected into lydia just when the terrorists break through trying to steal the technology kidnap lydia knowing that that they're inside her uh and start trying to try and you know extract them by uh miniaturize using the miniaturization kit that was left in tuck's garage uh they miniaturize uh submarines tanks airships um like <laughs> houses, big bases that uh, get built in McDonald's. there all get sent in there yeah cafeteria for some reason no, I like that. Uh, get I like sent that. in there they're, they're, like they're, that all goes into lydia uh and there is a huge sort of star wars like war sci-fi war battle within uh lydia's veins and and uh inside her body in the meantime, outside, Chris Pratt, the son, realises what's going on, that his mum's been uh, kidnapped, and big chase sequences and like action on the outside. Um, he's a pilot, so there's a, a huge set piece where he gets inside uh, a, a plane, he's managed to get Lydia back, he gets inside a fighter jet, and then you've got the parallel battle inside with his dad doing the same moves mirroring each other in tandem um they succeed somehow battling off the evil sexy terrorist played by Halle Berry uh (laughs) and get Lydia to the hospital just in time to blast out Sam Cooke's Cupid. Cupid, Cupid, uh, which, um, is enough to wake Lydia, uh, and she, you know, is, is, is all fine, all clear. She's given the all clear. <laughs> the treatment works. <laughs> End credits. Directed by Edgar Wright, also featuring Simon Pegg as some sort of British tech nerd. Uh, <laughs> done. What's it called? And it's called Inner Space 2. Duel. Duel. Yes, <laughs> in a space to duel. Submit, mate. Well done for putting that on background. Uh, what would you have done, guys? Give us your thoughts on uh, Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Just come and say hi. That would be nice. We always like to hear from you. And thanks for your comments so far. Really appreciated. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next one. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>